0: Remember when you were a kid or even like in your early twenties and you would see an adult, like an older person, right? And, and everyone just seemed much older. Like this is, this is a side note, but everyone just seemed much older. You remember when you were 13, someone in their thirties was like old, (laughs) like super old. And then you reach that age and you're like, oh. I'm sorry to everyone who I ever thought was old when I was... Anyways, um, but you'd be a kid, right? Young kid, teenager, early to mid, maybe late 20s. And you would see these people who, you know, would eat a plate of nachos or have fast food or eat a pizza or something super spicy, and they would all bitch and moan pre- preemptively. And they would say, like, oh, this is going to, I'm going to pay for this. Or this is going to, like, suck coming out the other side or whatever. And as a kid, you were like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, what is wrong with everybody's insides? Because I can eat whatever I eat, like, Doritos and a two-liter of Mountain Dew. And I'm, like, ready to go. Like, I'm ready to start running laps. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Can you relate to this? You know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) You don't know? What do you mean you don't know? Because um, you know that thing, right? You know the thing where people are like, "Oh, this is gonna shoot out on me on the other side" because it's like a spicy, greasy, you know, whatever it is. And then as a I, kid, you were like, "I don't have that problem. I don't understand what's wrong." Like, I still I just, don't
1: understand that.
0: Like, you still don't understand it? I've never eaten something
1: and then, like, an hour later,
0: I'm I'm pooping. Oh, no, I, yeah. And and, no, listen, nor have I, right? Nor have I. Like, uh, okay, when I started drinking coffee, it was a rough go for a day or two because your body's not used to the coffee and the, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like that was, that was a little scary. Um, No, and, 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 and nor do I, right? Like, I'm not saying if I eat a plate of wings, I got 30 minutes before this bomb goes off. I just, I'm at the age now. Where, like, last night we had tacos, right? Just homemade, like, greasy, delicious, sure. spicy. Yep. I put all the sauce and stuff on it, jalapenos, nachos. And today, things just aren't as firm as I'd like them to be, if that. <laughs> you got the soft you know, poops, And, it, you know, and, like, the tummy aches. And, the you know, you're kind of like, uh, okay, All right, you know, like you know, and not to not to start the whole podcast talking about excrement, but (laughs) but you know, you know how like I mean, we talk a lot about excrement (laughs) about the Marvel, Star Wars, and Star Wars, and you know, you know how you know how when (laughs) everything's running smoothly, and well, that's not okay. Hang on, you know when everything's working properly. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You're regular. Yeah. Yeah, and and well and or're just like you know things are you're in good bowel health sure. and and you know you have to go but it's you know it's an inopportune moment and so you can hold off for like 10 15 minutes right and then you can go right like you can you can kind of delay it and you can put it off i'm just having one of those days where i don't have any control i'm just <laughs> like oh, okay <laughs> it's so you're time. Got,
1: you're you're saying at any moment you could get up and leave, I and could leave dip. me I could dip. alone on the mic, whistling
0: yeah. Dixie. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, hello and welcome to the Movie Man Podcast. We are the, the B team, and the B stands for bowel Bowels. movement. <laughs> Bowels. <laughs> We're the BM team. Uh, that's Carl. And... Uh, Brady who's having bowel problems is over there. Listen, somewhere. no, it's not I wouldn't say bowel problems. You should I go just, see your doctor by the sound. I would of it. just say no, it's not it was just a super spicy greasy meal and it's cleaning me out, okay? I don't freaky I I regret bringing it up, okay? <laughs> sounds good. I, regret, Moving I, I on. regret I regret bringing it up. We're back with another news episode. I'm excited for today. It is It's there's some things there are some things to talk about there are some things to discuss and I'm super excited for that any day how pathetic is this doesn't matter what's going on any chance I get to sit down with you and Pete and talk movies movie news stuff like that and just it's it's always a good you know like it just makes me it makes me forget everything else it's like 90 minutes of of like nothing else is going on and everything's great how sad is that. That you're oh. like my life raft Well You do live down in the GTA So Yeah yeah. That <laughs> clock's ticking though That clock is ticking Yeah uh, So you're
1: about to come back up to paradise
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I don't know That that might be a stretch for Grey Bruce, but, where, but where you can stand like in <laughs> the middle of Where you can stand in the middle of the Walmart Extend your arms and touch both ends of the store Yeah it's uh, <laughs> It's uh you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. before we jump into our movie news for the day, uh, as is tradition around here, Carl has selected three topics I um, did. in in the category of technological or. You know, just sort of like human advancement or interested, just interesting tidbits of of things that are going on around the world. He's going to present those three choices to me. I'm going to choose one of them, which is sometimes a lot more painful than it seems like it may be going into it, and uh, and then he'll tell us a little bit more about it. So, Carl, what are the three options today? All right. So,
1: I think these three are pretty cool. One of them, I really hope you pick. Okay. Uh, but they
0: are ding dinner's done dummy okay i'd uh, like to point out that when this segment first started <laughs> like when you first started doing this the titles that you gave me actually sort of alluded to what the hell you were talking about this, and the further we the, go okay i've, the got, I've further gotten more creative go, Yeah, but then I'm sitting here going like, well, I don't know. It sounds like a sounds like a Jeopardy category. It doesn't sound like a. All right,
1: okay. Popping the second one is popping the space bubble. Okay, and the last one, and I'm gonna show my hand, and I hope to pick this one. It's the Bond villain starter pack.
0: Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna go with the Bond villain starter pack. Yeah, not you, because, are. Not, yeah 300, you not for three yes. hundred. Not because, not because it's the one you want me to pick, <laughs> but because I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong. As long as we've been doing this segment, I don't think we've had one that is actually also kind of film related. In yeah. this and sort of is film. The, the title I gave is film related, but the oh, the, the, the well, topic
1: is not. <laughs> but it's really, really cool. Thanks okay. Pat. But All right. In true fashion, we'll kind of touch on the other two. So ding dinners done dummy. Uh, that I, I've talked a little while ago about the consumer Electronics show that happened. One more thing that came across my feed that kind of missed the other ones, but it came up again, I guess is, uh, <clears throat> there's a startup in, where was it? In the state somewhere. They're using AI in an air fryer to automatically stop the cooking and tell you when your dinner's done. So you just kind of like put it in. I'm cooking chicken. It can tell all the important information about your chicken and and it just stops cooking when it's cooked. You know, my parents just, you just got You just hit go. <laughs> I mean, my pa- I was I've always got to parents- google it. Like every time I put chicken in the how long do I cook chicken and what temperature and <laughs> do you have an air
0: fryer? No. So my for Christmas every year it's sort of this tradition at my mom's house where like we go there for Christmas morning she still does like there's there's presents under the tree for me that are from Santa, right? Like it's it's just that's the that's the atmosphere of Christmas in my mom's house. And every year there's a gift to the family from Santa. Okay. Except this has become less and less effective <clears throat> as for the family me split up. over the years as we're all living two hours apart from each other. So it's yeah. like, well, who's and this is going to stay here? So it's this really is,
1: not. This is mom's Christmas present. <laughs> I
0: don't. Know. So this year they got an air fryer. We got an air fryer. Uh, and I went it's over the royal. We. <laughs> I went. Yeah, I went over a couple weeks ago, and I I put some. I put frozen pre-sauced chicken wings which are notoriously and famously the worst chicken wings okay and Carl and I are an expert on different types of chicken wings because we once made a video about it um do you remember that i don't the first like vaguely first video you and i ever made together
1: ever we ate a bunch well, of no wings. no that's not were true were they
0: the sauces
1: or were they different brands
0: no it was a skit it was a skit on the difference between that that wings that you would get at a right. pizza place were not yeah pizza wings yes they're I not remember chicken that. wings they're pizza I, like freaked wings. out yeah. or something yeah. yeah you're like screaming and that's what you were th- th- that's the that, reason that i had my, you in the videos back stick, then because dick, you could yeah. just scream yeah um <laughs> but uh we also did one with Dr. Carl? Crazy Dr. Carl? Were you like pierced by nose or something? Yeah. And you had these like Coke bottle glasses on? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <Moving> um. <on. laughs> anyways, it, they were not the best wings I've ever had, but they were definitely the best frozen pre-sauced wings that I ever had. Right? Like I put them in for like 11 minutes and these things came out and I had to let them cool down. They were so damn hot. And they were crispy. So they were still, you know, the consistency of frozen wings, but whatever, go ahead. All right. So, uh,
1: it's popping the space bubble, whatever I called it. Uh, this, uh, aerospace company called Sierra space in the United States has been rigorously testing, uh, this cool space technology of a space station balloon. It's essentially a balloon that they're trying to make as a habitat for people to live in, Orbit around as a potential replacement option for the um, International Space Station. So they blew it up beyond um, acceptable levels to the point where it would it explode? Just kind of test it, stress test
0: it, figure out where the limit is. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's really like looking at the bubble and then even the explosion in the video that's it's posted is pretty cool. I, th- I just think it's also a really cool. It's like that is an option for the current space station replacement like an inflated bubble in space instead of like hard capsule I, I think that's really cool
0: it's the kid in the plastic
1: bubble anyway you want to know how to be a bond villain so i'm sending you a link you um, need one of ooh. these sir ooh hang on it is the first blending of super yacht a luxury super yacht and a stealth submarine Designed by Magalu M5. Whoa. This thing is so cool. <laughs> and costing over $3 billion US dollars. <laughs> you can have this super luxury yacht submarine. Um, it's got... Where did it... Oh, man. <laughs> it's got like... Swimming pools, uh, a glass uh, like a, a dining room with a glass window so you can see out while you're submerged. It's got um, uh, where did, oh man, I gotta find the the uh, part of this article where it says <laughs> it's got um, uh, swimming. I said swimming pools. It's got it uh, a helicopter pad. It's got um. Not one, but two potential. You can for extra money. I think it costs uh, two um, individual, like personal submersible submarines. It has two swimming pools. You, it, you there? It comes standard with one, but you can pay more for extra. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh,
0: it's like um, adding heated seats to your car. <laughs> but yeah, a second, a second, and it's is this thing just a it, yeah it's a yacht but it it's, looks it's very a yacht it is
1: it's is a it's a submarine it is okay but it cause blends it that idea very, of what a super luxury yacht is and
0: puts it in a submarine because so this is what's in it, this is very interesting to me because yachts are are like a luxury consumer item right uh, like it, by it, the way sorry I'm
1: going to cut you off real quick you got to click the link to their actual website because it shows like more of what the inside and stuff looks like and it's gorgeous while you talk um
0: it, it it's this is this is weird because a, a yacht is clearly just a consumer product right consumers oh, yeah. buy yachts and they parade around the caribbean and and whatever else in their yachts this is this the migaloo private submarine yacht is also clearly a consumer item yeah. this is for the rich and lavish and and whatever but you don't often hear about consumer on this scale consumer large Submersibles, like like a submarine. This is the
1: first of its kind.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, how does the military feel about this? Like, yeah, you could easily
1: enter, like, potentially, I don't know how, like, if you're a boat, people can see you coming and be like, hey, identify yourself, you're entering U.S. waters, right? You need to check in for a passport. I don't know how that works on water, but I know you still have to do that if you're traveling from out of country to a foreign country, you, you have to like check in with that country. You could, I don't know if you might be able to like sneak into the country, <laughs> a country.
0: And as a, it, yeah, it has a range of okay. 15,000 kilometers. But, yeah. Here, I'm going to,
1: I got to, I found, I found the kind of read rundown. So this thing is 541 feet in length. It's capable of holding 20 passengers and 40 crew members and can dive to the depths of 250 meters. On board, there's tons of stuff to keep you entertained. Jet skis, kite surfing, paddle boards, even exploring in one of two mini submarines, or catching a helicopter ride. Not only that, the vessel has two pools, a jacuzzi, a cafe, uh, a... the vessel offers 36 seat dining room with a glass walls, providing views of the sea as you're diving in the water. Um, not only that you can amp up the experience, which, okay, the thing costs $3 billion. If you're putting down $3 billion for this, why aren't you, you might as well just add these extra ah, at 3 billion, throw in another a couple of half million for all, everything bring it up to four i'm paying three i might as well pay four well that's three
0: three billion australian dollars
1: yeah the extras are uh more swimming pools a wine cellar a cinema um and these are all at an extra cost (laughs) and there's probably more
0: uh, bells and whistles you can add on to
1: this thing
0: oh my goodness good news crazy Good news, I just did the conversion, and with the current exchange rate, that's only 2.6 Canadian. Ooh. Yeah. It's like a so, yeah, $400 million discount. Yeah. Man, that's a steal. All right. I think, so, I think this is what our if, Patreon money is working yeah. towards now. <laughs> I
1: was just about to say, if you want to be on the movie man cruise of a lifetime, start paying into that Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> New Patreon level, three billion dollars.
0: <laughs> Join us on a cruise. <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't have to be that high. We could probably do like No no,
1: it's gotta be that high because we 50, gotta get all the
0: extras. Fifty, 50 million a month. <laughs> 50 million right. A and month. then you just get you get several people to I, sign up for I it. I don't
1: know. I would be okay with a one time payment, <laughs> payment of three billion.
0: You're gonna make a one time payment of three billion? I'm okay not. with that. If somebody oh. else did. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah, this thing I mean, is, we, thing I think at like, the very least oh we would probably take that person on the maiden voyage. Oh, they, they could borrow it once a year for that. Well, <laughs> I don't make promises. I don't, we'll see. We got to talk to lawyers and we'll figure that out. But I, mean, no, I this feel like it'd be more like a timeshare at that point. If they're, this if thing they're is the bill for the uh, whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, this thing is nuts.
1: This thing. Oh my goodness! I'm on their actual website. There's something. There's a picture, like an artist rendition picture, of like Land Rovers, com- being pulled, uh, lift hoisted out by a crane on a door and dropped down on a to an ice platform, <laughs> uh, yeah. like a ice sheet. To travel around.
0: <laughs> Listen, I will post. Uh, I will post the the link to this website in the show notes because people need to see this thing. Is people need so to see crazy. this thing. This thing's nuts. Mm. Okay, jumping into our actual news topics, <clears throat> movie news topics for today. Carl, if you haven't already realized, this is a zombie guy. Right, he's a he's a he's a he's a man of very simple zombies and monsters and explosions and things that go. Monster films, yeah, action films. And (laughs) one of the iconic zombie movies. There's been a handful of iconic zombie movies. There's been a onslaught of (laughs) who gives a shit zombie movies. but one of the super iconic zombie movies in the last couple decades was 28 Days Later. So good. So good. It's such a good movie. And, and a great... What, I think what makes 28 Days Later so good is that it, it, it paves its own path. Right? Like, it doesn't just take the simple, like, I don't know, there's zombies, and they want to eat brains. And if you get bitten by a zombie, now you're a zombie. And d- done. Go. Right? Like, it. there's right. enough story, and there's enough, like, they've created... There's a 28 Days Later lore. Right? Like, well, 28 Days Later lore is not just generic zombie lore. It's 28 Days Later lore.
1: Yeah. And they do, like, in, in that respect, they do two things extremely well for a zombie movie. The first thing is explaining how zombies exist. They, they almost completely, Oh man, it's been a while since I've watched this. So I might be wrong, but at least for the first half of the movie, they don't even explain where the zombies came. They just exist because everything's through the eye of our main character. Who's been in a coma. He wakes up and everybody's gone. And we don't yeah. even realize there's zombies till much later in the film. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a crap, what happened? And we and he we're, we're as lost as he is, which is part of the fun of this film. And so they don't have to explain that's left up to the audience to kind of imagine the possibilities. Right. Which is great, well, which is great cinematic storytelling. The other thing it does really well is for any monster film, um, usually the best part about the monster film is not the monster and how people interact with the monster, the monster interacts with them, it's usually how people interact with each other. Humanity acts in light of a monster. Oh, and, and for that, sure, for, especially with a zombie flick. That's why, um, <clears throat> um. Uh, uh, Walking Dead was so pop ha- grew, grew in such huge popularity. The story was never about zombies. It was about the community and uh, how they interact with each other and other yep. humans uh, that are for or against them. Yeah, Just yep. that human conflict. Yeah,
0: you know, just like um, just like the the story of The Last of Us. Right, The yeah. Last of Us at its heart is not a game <clears throat> about zombies or a show about zombies. It's it's yeah. about human relation and. In light of crazy conflict, yeah. And so fans of 28 Days Later can rejoice because director of the original, Danny Boyle, and writer of the original, Alex Garland, have got a sequel in the works. And maybe not just a sequel, maybe a trilogy of sequels. Maybe three films coming Uh, but a sequel for sure titled 28 years later is a new zombie movie coming. Um, for sure. Boyle is attached to direct the first of the sequels and Garland has agreed to write all three of them. Um, the budget for each one of these movies is going to be in the $75 million range, which is a sizable budget for something like this. It's all you need. Um, you know it's you're not doing major 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 cgi effects and and stuff like that so 75 million dollars is a completely respectable respectable budget um i'm i'm stoked on this <laughs> like i don't know i don't know so much about the idea of you know like i'm kind of like okay give us give us one more one and then let us see <laughs> right, like to tell us, hey, there's maybe three more coming that's that's people getting a little eager, eager, I think that's a little putting yeah. putting put the cart before the horse, yeah, but it also I mean, the other thing that it does do though, is that it solidifies the fact that they have a plan, mm-hmm. right, that there's a story in place that they, they have something they want know, to tell. Yeah. yeah, they know where they would take this, they know. What sort of arc, presumably, they know what sort of arc they would want to to have, and, and like, yeah, they know where they want to go with it. Um, so either way, I think this is brilliant. I don't know what you do title wise after 28 years later.
1: Yeah, as a part one, part two, 28 days later seems like a, a, a days and then go to years. That, that seems like a great part one, part two, but yeah, what do you do for a part three?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I don't. Yeah. But I'm excited about this. Carl, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I liked, oh,
1: man, 28 days later was great. Uh, this, so I'm normally kind of like a, for, for making a sequel this late in the game seems like, a mm, I don't know, but you've got the same writer, same director, Maybe killing Bur- Murphy's on board to reprise his Maybe. role. Maybe that would be interesting, especially for following that same character. Twenty like how how long ago... go? Is it been
0: twenty eight years? No, it's just over twenty years. Um, so, but oh, but close. Man, but that close. would have been that would have been poetic. Oh man, yeah,
1: but close. Because <laughs> then so, like not only I, is every every like then you're bringing back your main main actor and he's twenty eight years older. <laughs> Right, but it's you like, I
0: mean it's it's within the time range that you could fudge that. I right? guess. Yeah. Oh it, totally it just doesn't is. have
1: that same kind of ooh, that's you know, like that Mwah, was Yeah. Je ne sais quoi.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Right. It's like when extra Ghostbusters or whatever. Or, no, what was it that just was it Top Gun that was thirty years later or you do you see a lot of those, right? On the thirtieth anniversary <clears throat> of whatever. Yeah. Then the new ones coming. Yeah. But because it's
1: like their title is 28 years to have it actually be 28 years. Yeah, oh, that would have
0: been. That would have been cool. Yeah. But you're anyway, excited. But eh? yeah,
1: it looks like, I mean, look, there's nothing to look at, but um, <clears throat> sounds like, it's like sounds, it sounds good. Yeah. Like it doesn't, I don't recoil at the thought of this as a sequel, having a
0: sequel. Right. Well, because it's a zombie a sp- movie, right? Like it's Well
1: and and because all the so far the right people are attached to the film. Yeah. Right? So And and but if it's also two like it's- people that weren't attached to the original, to who 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 knows who cares, writer and director who just happened yeah. to get
0: the rights to make it, you'd be like, uh why? See, and and horror films are sort <sighs> of it's, it's hard to recoil at the idea of a horror film sequel just because horror is the genre of ignorable sequels, right? <laughs> no, it is, right? Like, you take, yeah. you, you know, every every franchise that has had a great first film and then a, sm- a, a vomiting of sequels, some with some merit, but some that are just horrendous, right? Leprechaun. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, yeah. Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Paranormal Activity, yeah. right? Like, Well, then there are so like, many zombie movies you can't... Yeah, and there's so <laughs> many, right? So, it's like, I, I, to me, it's kind of like, you know what? The first one is amazing, the first one, and the first one's not going anywhere. If the new film comes out and it's garbage, the first one's still amazing. I don't care, right? Make <laughs> make a sequel, make a sequel. Re- I've said this many times. Make a sequel, reboot, remake, anything nothing nothing is off limits remake back to the future go ahead i don't care because i still have on my shelf my blu-ray copy of the trilogy and nothing and no one can take that away and so if they remake back to the future and it's garbage I don't care. I still have my originals. If they remake back to the future and it's the greatest thing ever to come out of Hollywood, then great. I have another film that I can celebrate and enjoy. and and what, you know, so I'm just in the, right. <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in the realm of remake anything. Nothing's, nothing's untouchable. Moving on to another movie that is the next installment in a franchise. This one, I think, is su- going to be surprising to a lot of people because a lot of people seem to r- understandably think that the last one was the last one. <laughs> the th- a lot of people thought it was over a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in some ways, it has been. Well, it's um, truly over in Hollywood. Jurassic Park. Or Jurassic. <clears throat> you know, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, the Jurassic franchise is getting another installment. Uh Jurassic World Four, Jurassic Park 7. I know I, I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, but it's coming. There is a new film coming. Uh and it, it's super unclear at this point whether any of the original cast is going to return. Whether any of the um, Jurassic World cast will return or if this is going to be its own, you know, it's it's a whole new sort of adventure, a whole new story with new people, new antagonists, new, you know, whatever, new antagonists. That would be the dinosaurs, new protagonists. (laughs) Maybe the um, dinosaurs
1: are the hero in this one. You
0: don't know. <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, whether it's, you know, whether or not this is, like, a direct continuation or if it's, you know, hey, it's been five years and people have gotten used to the idea that uh, raptors are also shopping at the Seven like, Eleven. you know? It's kind of like, like Flintstones now. Yeah, I <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, your trash compactor <laughs> under your sink is a, yeah. But... <laughs> But it did seem like the last one was the conclusion. And a very, very, very disappointing conclusion. (laughs) Like, it was just, it was bad. Right? It was bad. Uh, Pete and I ripped into that film hard. I remember hearing that one. Hard. never watched it. I didn't watch
1: it. I listened to the episode but I didn't Yeah. Um, I mean I haven't even seen the second Jurassic World so it's I just I don't care.
0: <laughs> see, well, but apparently other people do because here's the thing, right? The question comes. The question becomes why make another one? Right? You've already made 6. They they haven't truly been great since the second one right i um, undisputably the first one is the best one i kind of like the second one more and i i know that i'm in the minority with that i know there's a lot of people who don't like jurassic park the lost world but i do i think it's fantastic i think it's it's is that the one where the T-Rex comes to the States? Ends up in San Diego at the end. And and yeah, it, but it's, but, but it's not done in an over to the top ridiculous kind of way. Right. And, and you've got Jeff Goldblum as, as your center star in that one. And so that's like always a good thing. Um, and Julian Moore, it, and Vince Vaughn, like a young Vince Vaughn's in that one. it. The question becomes, why do another one? Right? The last one sucked. The last one was critically panned. Well, this is why you do another one. Because the last one made well over a billion dollars. Yeah.
1: And so if you're a studio...
0: Yeah, people... (laughs) And and, and so that (laughs) goes to show that there is still hunger out there. Pardon the pun. There's still hunger out there for... The giant monster dinosaur prehistoric life will find a way films. And so I think this makes total sense, right? Am I excited for it? I mean, I think you have to, I think anyone nowadays has to go into a Jurassic Park movie with uh, tampered expectations, right? Like, hey, it might suck. But we're we're going along for the ride. It's the culture of Jurassic Park. We're all wearing the t shirts. We're excited. We're, you know, yeah. we're whatever it is. I'm reading the article you linked.
1: Um the article from Screen Rant here. And there's there's a section near the bottom. And I don't know if this is the person who wrote this article's not knowing how the English language works probably more wherever he got the source from whoever he was talking to, got the information from doesn't understand how the English language works, but this sentence, however, with the revelation that Jurassic park, Jurassic world four will completely reboot the franchise. There's no telling where, what the movie will talk about. reboot means start over Jurassic park, Jurassic world four alludes to a continuation of the story. Which is it?
0: (laughs) Is it a reboot?
1: Are we starting over? Or is it Jurassic World 4?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. This is, I think that's speculative. I haven't seen anything official that says that this is a reboot. I haven't seen anything from the studio that clearly says, hey, we're, we're blank slating this thing. Well, like, is it,
1: is it like the studios announced Jurassic World Four? Or is it announced that a new Jurassic movie is being made? I guess is the question. What is the what is the that actual Ju- press release that,
0: that another Jurassic film is coming?
1: Right. So they haven't said World Four or Jurassic Seven or whatever we're on numerically no. if you combine no. them. So yeah. So this this writer doesn't know what he's talking about in terms of that that particular sentence, really.
0: No, I don't. At least, or at least, he wrote it completely wrong. He's pulling things out of his ass entirely. Yeah, Yeah. but I think this makes sense. I think there's still a hunger out there for Jurassic World or for Jurassic Park, Jurassic, for the big dinosaur movies. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'll I'll certainly go see it. Right, even though I was burned by the last one, it's still Jurassic. I'm still going to go see it. I'm going to get excited about it. Uh, and I think it makes I think it makes good business sense right when when your last film made over a billion dollars, you make another one This is yeah. just what you do you just make another one yeah um definitely you good haven't business seen sense. you haven't seen the last two, but what are your thoughts on on continuing the Jurassic?
1: yeah I mean yeah, it's good like you say it's good business sense. I don't think I care enough to go see it in theaters. Well, no, and I don't I mean, have you're not Paramount Plus, so I can't watch the other ones. And I well, mean, uh,
0: but don't. when I'm back in town, you know, we will I'll be like, hey, Carl, oh, yeah. I Do have a movie we have to watch. Stop at the beer store and then come on over, yeah. and we'll, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna r- be fun. R-
1: stop at the beer store. We got to restock the the pod the the podcast mini
0: bar. <laughs> Ooh we should get a we should get a we should get a movie men bar fridge put it in the studio oh that was not already in the plans we should do that and then the <laughs> other thing we have to stock it with is death, death wish canned water because this is what you see every podcast that's what they drink it's <laughs> just death canned wish canned water water canned water oh and i've had it and it's amazing it's, it's absolutely water. delicious yeah no but it's, put- this is like yeah but there's good water and bad water Right there's well, like oh, this is yeah, there's like but, Dasani I mean, and then there's you know I'll just
1: drink whatever comes out of my tap <laughs> yeah
0: well that explains a lot moving anyway. on um the first trailer has dropped for Despicable Me Four and kind of piggybacking off of what I just said about I think there's still hunger for Jurassic and and dinosaurs and and stuff like that you know, I watched this trailer and and it looks like a despicable me movie um and and there's the fun angle of now gru has a son and a and the wife and so the family dynamic is there and you know all this and there's a villain and this and it's Steve Carell and so it it like it looked fine but I couldn't help but wonder, who wants this? I is want this. this. Are, do you? <laughs> After do watching you? this trailer,
1: absolutely. Yeah. But is there still I a wouldn't have said I wouldn't have said I wanted it prior to watching this film or this trailer. Right. right. But I've seen the only the only Despicable Me I haven't seen is the one where Gru's a kid
0: uh the minions the rise one? of gru or something yeah
1: yeah i've seen the minions ones they yeah, they are right. i haven't seen rise of gru so i don't know see but the minions like, make I've, a great supporting character yeah they they i don't think they hold they they yeah they can't hold their own as a lead <laughs> no but they're like next to gru who's as an adult the the three that are out now are hilarious they're amazing i love them and I would have said, I don't need, like, what are you going to do? How do you up your game? Like one is grew falling in love with girls. Awesome. The now and adopts them at the end Two, grew falling in love with, uh, uh, with, with his future wife. <laughs> awesome. Good. Three. Gru's got a brother and finds out about his lost his lost brother and dad.
0: Yeah, and, see, I never watched and, the third. And, one. and
1: that one was that one was probably the weaker of the three. But this this feels like the natural next step that three should have been. Right, right. Like the growth of the family. Like two, three, kind of does that with his brother. Oh, there's the family is bigger than it. His family's bigger than he realized. Right. But this just feels perfect like the perfect next step in terms of like one two then this right right like fall, falls in love with girl or sorry one falls in falls in love and adopts three little girls falls in love with girl marries her has a kid that that's the next logical step and i just i laughed
0: a lot during this trailer It It just, it looks funny. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I don't know. So maybe, I mean, maybe a good trailer is enough to, you know, (laughs) It swung me to sway people. Yeah. It totally swung me. Like I said, I think it looks good. Um, It's definitely not a theater watch for me. Like I just don't care enough. Yeah. yeah. And I It might be still? something
1: I take my daughter to go see because she really
0: likes it. Yeah, and and, and see, that and makes great sense, right? And that's yeah. ultimately, that's who this is for.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm probably with you there. I probably, outside of that, I don't know if I go to the theater to watch it. I would definitely pick it up and watch it as soon as I could on streaming or rent it if I had to. Right. But yeah. it just okay. it looks okay. funny.
0: All right. All right. I'd- yeah. I'm sold you, on it. You, like you, the you, honey you badger. Me.
1: Oh man. A honey badger for a villains. Yeah. See, that's funny. Sidekick. That's genius. The minions we got another playing a great supporting role. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on.
0: <laughs> we got another new trailer. Uh, and this is for the Jake Gyllenhaal, um, which I don't know if you've seen the interview, but Gyllenhaal is actually the incorrect pronunciation for this. Do you know that? He,
1: he doesn't pronounce his last name Gyllenhaal.
0: Well, I mean, that's how everyone pronounces it, and so I'm sure he also Is it Yellenhall. It's Y Yeah. Is it really? It is. Yeah. It's got you get to put the the like Nordic Jelenhall. Swedish kind of Yillinhol. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Jake Jillenhall. <laughs> uh in the in the remake for Roadhouse. Now, I have two things to say about this and then I'm gonna pass it on to you. Thing number one, I have never seen Roadhouse. I've never seen the original Roadhouse. Ooh,
1: interesting. Number so two... I think I've only
0: ever seen bits of it. Okay. Number two, this looks great. <laughs> like, yeah, going into it and not, not even knowing. Like, I've heard of Roadhouse, right? But I didn't know what it was about. I had no clue what it was about. I didn't care. I had no desire... Uh, you know, I was just aware of it, um, but it has never been on a, a short list of mine, something I got to get around to, you know, whatever. This looks great. This looks yeah. l- like, you know, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's always fantastic, and it's it's kind of got, like, a little bit of a fight club feel to it, but it's also got, like, a... I don't know. He's just got this this, like... You know, what's the line from the trailer where he's like he's about to get in a fight and he like gives everyone a chance to like they're right at the st- beginning. Step away and not do this? Or like, you know Yeah and they're like, Oh ha 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 and then he just like He's not asking them like, like
1: Do you do you have insurance? Do you have, do yeah, you have dental?
0: <laughs> yeah. And like not like we're not talking like Jackie Chan martial arts style. No, this is super elaborate fighting. It's straight up just
1: MMA a, because they even show that in the trailer. He's an MMA fighter. He's
0: MMA, but even his like his fighting style is more <laughs> at least in that initial first fight is is less he, he has he has a defensive stance. Right? Like he's he's almost using their momentum against them and is not you know, he's he's more about, like, getting out of the way of punches and misdirecting, making you think I'm going to hit you here and then hitting you here, instead of, like, brute force overpowering people. It's it's fun, creative choreography, and I think that's what kind of draws me to this. On top of that is Jake Gyllenhaal. Carl, you saw the trailer. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> the The only thing that makes me go kind of go, Oh, um, I guess I'll have to watch it to see how that works. And this is a preface is by saying that film is f- movies have done kind of used similar people in the past to fill these kind of roles. But I think in the past it's worked differently for, uh, worked differently and well, for very different reasons that I think this one hat is, is choosing to go. And that is the choice of making one of the kind of protagonists or sorry, antagonists of this film, Connor McGregor, who's not an actor. He's a straight up MMA fighter. He's never done acting. He's done promotional work, which is just like talking smack on a mic to your opponent but like he's not acting doing when he's doing MMA. Like that's just who he's just who he is. His his persona. Um, so the question is, can Conor McGregor act this trailer? I don't know if I'm completely sold. I think I'd need to see more. And what I was alluding to earlier is that the movies have done it in the past is with wrestling wrestlers have frequently been used in action films and stuff to portray big, scary antagonists, but wrestlers act almost 24 seven, whenever they're in public because of Kfab, which is always being, which is just a term for always being in character.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so I like, don't know they, a lot about wrestling with, and that's going to come up <laughs> very shortly here. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that. That's so, the, the, um, the atmosphere it, yeah, for them. It, yeah. it, it,
1: that, that works. And it makes sense. Cause you're, you're pulling somebody from a, a kind of fighting world wrestling to, to play a big mean looking dude. But that big, like mean looking dude, kind of gets the idea of how to act because they're they're doing it constantly. Right. Right? Um a great example would be um oh shoot, I forget his name. Uh the the Punisher film um with oh man. Uh uh that and one. Thomas yes. Jane? Tom Thomas Thomas Jane, yeah. The Thomas Jane Punisher film had a had a wrestler
0: Tom come in into the
1: act named yeah. Kevin Nash. He's a huge dude. He's like seven and a Big half guy. feet tall, built like a freaking brick outhouse, right? Like, and he portrayed that role very well because he knows how to get into a character. Yeah. So the the question I'm posing is does connor does connor mcgregor know how to get into a character and act and surely that he's had some acting coaching for this role hopefully but right. i mean it's just it just throws a question up in the air is like is will will he fit the role well will he be able to like uh be convincing in this character i mean and and if not is it going to hurt the film
0: so I mean a better example. That, yeah. Looks freaking a, awesome. A better example. <laughs> like the way he it,
1: slaps those guys around at the beginning of this trailer. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Like the Russian, which is the character that Nash played in the Thomas Jane Punisher. Not a lot of nuance in that character. Like no, that was but but that was an but, animated style like character. He
1: knows how to stay in character. Sure. No, right? like, but, but he was lit he was literally stabbed by Thomas Jane. Like the when When Punisher stabs him with a knife? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Literally like it wasn't a prop knife. Well, Jane thought it was a prop knife, but it wasn't. And they used that shot because Kevin Nash knew how to stay in in character, and the the fear on Thomas Jane's face was legitimate because he just stabbed Kevin Nash the
0: knife. Right, no, for sure. (laughs) But I think one like the better example would be Dwayne Johnson, Dave Batista, and John Cena. That that's another
1: those are yeah, those are extreme examples, I think, because they've yeah. made the the tra- they're making transitions or have made the transition. Yeah. Know.
0: Yeah. Anyways, moving on to our third trailer. The trailer I sent to you this morning. There's a sort of like a very last, last minute addition yeah. to the show notes, but I saw the trailer and I was like, what yeah. the heck? is this heavy, heavy movie, heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy movie. My boy, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Do you know I was Ewan McGregor's dad? Uh, no. That, oh. how does that work? <laughs> I am. I'm Papa Kenobi is, uh, is what, what that <laughs> means. Essentially. Yeah. I'm Papa Kenobi. How old um, are you? Long,
1: long time ago. <laughs> How did you moist, space travel
0: moisturize children? It'll do wonders for your skin. Um, <laughs> Ewan McGregor's new film, "Bleeding Love," that he's starring in with Clara McGregor, his daughter, um, a story about a father who, a single dad, to a teenage daughter, who the father himself, Ewan McGregor's character, used to struggle with drinking. Right, got himself sorted out. Realized this is this is not the life I want for myself. Um, but damage was done. Daughter has picked up dad's old hobbit hot habits, um, and is not only into drinking, but is also into some other substances, as is alluded to by an o- overdose reference in the trailer. Um, this this is it's not a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I mean, I'm sure there's a joke in it somewhere, usually there is in these films. Um but this movie I'm telling you right now, like this this is this is a twenty twenty four Oscar contender. Right? Whether it's oh, best it's actor, Oscar best supporting sure. actor, like <clears throat> this is this looks incredible. This is... this. I'd go see this in the theater. And you don't hear me saying that very often about... Look, I'm bad. I'm a bad movie fan. I'll admit that right now. I'm a bad movie fan. Because normally, unless it's the continuation of a franchise that I'm already into, a tentpole film, I I don't go to the theater as much. I don't give a chance i'm part of the problem i'm part of the problem
1: (laughs) really expensive to do
0: it's expensive to go to the theater but but i'm part of the problem that we talk about when you know carl bitches and moans there's no you know just do something original nobody does original things and 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 i say well no they do do original things all the time like you know if, if if you check your theater listings there's 12 movies that you haven't heard of or paid much attention to that you could go watch. And those are original stories. Um, I'm part of the problem. I don't go, I don't go to them either. Um, I go to Star Wars movies, DC movies, Marvel movies, um, continuations of horror franchises that I'm into, Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice. That's that's kind of, you know, the next Harry Potter whatever. Um I might go see this in the theater. Like this just is it, not because I think it's necessarily the type of movie that you need to see in the theater. Um I don't think you'd get anything extra out of seeing this in the theater. This is just a movie that I want I feel like I want to throw some support behind right like i want mm. to support this with my wallet um it just looks it looks incredible it looks like an important story it looks heartwarming heartbreaking kind of all at once and and it's you yeah. and mcgregor <clears throat> man it's you and freaking mcgregor and and that to me is just the cherry on this beautiful beautiful cake um yeah. carl you saw the trailer what are your thoughts
1: oh uh, i mean sound like a broken record after the last well i guess i have my own thoughts on the last trailer <laughs> but yeah like ditto right? the trailer does a great job of presenting the premise of the film and the premise of the film is yeah, you know, all the things you said and yeah it's just yeah it's heavy yeah it makes you the trailer makes me want to know what happens for good or
0: ill at the end of this story yeah. And
1: so and, it's a good trailer. It does what a trailer should.
0: You and I both. I and, and you know what? There's this extra there's this extra layer, I think, because in varying degrees and, and varying current statuses. But you and I both have experience in the realm of fatherhood. Yeah. And and so there's that layer, too. Right. Where you're watching it, you're going, what would I like? uh, You can't help but put yourself in the shoes a little bit. Right. You can't help but connect and go. I can't imagine, but maybe I'll have to. Right, and, that is, and see, that's one of those things, right? Because it's not like... People go like, oh, my kid got addicted to whatever. I I screwed up as a parent. Now, sometimes it has nothing to do with that. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you're a shit parent, and, that, and that's why your kids get addicted to stuff. But sometimes it's not, right? Sometimes it's the influence at school. It's the influences wherever. Like, you have yeah. to... You have to... And, and please don't punch me for saying this, but you, as a parent, have to accept the fact that, Carl, one of your children may become addicted to drugs as a teenager and that's something you guys are going to have to deal with as parents and that like it's it's just that level of the the society we live in and the
1: oh and it just this i'm so stoked on this film
0: i'm so stoked on bleeding love i cannot wait oh it looks good okay yeah Moving on. Back to wrestling. Something that I've admit, Listen, I've never watched a wrestling match. And never? Are, no. So you're are you into wrestling? What is your what is your into yeah. wrestlingness? Okay.
1: So when I was a kid and I had cow cable, uh wrestling on Sunday afternoon evening afternoons okay. you're gonna was I know what thing. it means,
0: but you're gonna have to pack up and explain to people what cow cable means.
1: Oh, cow cow cable. Oh man, what I'm a boomer now. <laughs> I have to explain. Cal- so back in the day, if you didn't have cable or you didn't have satellite, you could pick up three maybe four uh, TV stations you had an antenna. Out of out of the air, the same way you do yeah. radio. Yeah. You, you wouldn't even need an antenna. You at most you could have some bunny ears to make the the image clearer. Um, and, and, but yeah. and even then so, it
0: wasn't a great image
1: <laughs> my my parents never fuzzy. paid for were never interested well i was out in the country so i couldn't get cable that was out of the question satellite wasn't really an affordable thing no satellite the was very 90s expensive. at least even uh, then and they weren't interested in that paying for that because even then it was get, expensive yeah you could get four channels for free so yeah Well, before that, before the late 90s, if you wanted satellite, you had to have a huge dish, a massive massive dish
0: installed. (coughs)
1: Um, So, yeah, so I had cow cable, pulled four channels out of the air, uh, TVO, CTV, CBC, and... TVO, man, everyone had TVO. I think there was a fourth one, I know. Anyway, yeah. You grew up
0: hanging out in the the TVO crawl space, eh? Yeah,
1: yep. Patty and Joe, and yeah, all right. Yeah, well, CTV... Uh, during the 90s early mid and mid 90s yeah had a, a kids channel in the on Gross. saturday mornings we had Gross. a kids had a kids space to cartoons yeah anyway okay. yeah so sa- sunday sunday afternoons wwe was a thing in my house every once in a while not every sunday but every once in a while we'd watch wrestling
0: um you know the classics of so the then here's my here's my question as someone Hitman who doesn't art. know anything about wrestling or, or knows very limited, right? Like I, I've, I've seen the odd like documentary style thing. Like I know about the old like razor blade on the forehead hairline trick and stuff like that. It's just like mind blowing to me that that is a thing or yeah. was it? I don't know if they still do it, but that, that, that was a thing. Um, for those who don't know, the razor blade trick was that, you know, the guy would hold it because it's all fake, right? Like it's all scripted and, uh, and, and the to it,
1: a degree, like they're actually hitting each other. They're actually, no, laying, they're actually hitting they each other. They are doing minor things to make sure that you're the person you're wrestling with doesn't get injured sure, and to the, help kind of alleviate some of the, the, the weight of an impact, but like but there's this, when a dude a flies off the determine. top rope and his leg lands across your chest, his land leg is landing across your chest. Oh, for sure. <laughs> people get hitting broken, that ground. Like, whatever. And so people have It's died. very athletic and very physical, but yeah, oh, for sure. Degrees of, of, um, scriptedness to it. And it's sometimes scripted. the, that scriptedness is happening at that moment in the ring, they're talking to each other. All right, I'm going to do, ai am going to do a clothesline and they'll do the back and forth on right. the ropes and the guy will close. Right. So sometimes I it's mean, pre-scripted. Sometimes it's scripted right there in the ring, but yeah, it's, it's not quote unquote real fight. No,
0: but what I mean is like when they, when, when buddy and his other buddy go into the ring together, <clears throat> They already the two fighters know who's winning this fight because there's a story and contracts. Yeah, ninety percent of the time. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, it's like you're gonna lose this fight, and and it's actually going yeah. to be your last fight because yeah. we're done with you, and you the, know, like whatever t- it is. Yeah,
1: the other ten percent is they're just kind of winging it, or something happens in the ring and they have to make an on-the-fly adjustment. So the razor
0: blade trick is when one wrestler has Mm. a razor blade kind of tucked into (laughs) his like arm sweatband and he he gets, gets the other guy in a headlock and he pulls the razor blade out and, and, you know, kind of discreetly cuts a line along the other wrestlers hairline. Like usually they do it to themselves or does it or do it to themselves you, like they'll or, get, or whatever. they they get
1: hit in the head with a chair or something and, yeah. it, they, and look they look like they're themselves. crawling around on the ground in the corner and they're they're actually just giving themselves a little nick.
0: Yeah. Um and and like to to the bone kind of nick and then and because the skin's so deep and or skin's so thin and then it's your head so there's lots of you just bleed like a pig, right? Like a tiny nick, you just they like just bleed like a pig. Okay. So my question is at what point because now it's understood and it's accepted and it's it's like everybody you're an idiot if you don't realize that it's performance and that it, it mostly scripted and that it's cheesy and tacky but that's what so many people find wonderful about it and and you know that it, it's more about the characters and the persona and the, and the performance and and whatever else but i seem to remember as a kid in the 90s that the culture and the understanding around wrestling like w- was different was there a point in time where the wrestling the WWE or you know whatever it is were a little less transparent about that was there a time where there were sort of two camps of like, oh, wrestling's fake. And then the other ones were like, no, and, and truly still believed that these were genuine, like that this was more of like an um, MMA thing. I, I would say,
1: so I don't really watch wrestling anymore. Sure. Like, no, but I'm of, talking about kind of, like of the 90s. To kind of finish telling my like wrestling knowledge my history with wrestling like so yeah i watched as a kid in high school i had friends that watched watched watch more wrestling that were more into it than i was and i'd go over to their house every once in a while we'd watch it get together for a pay-per-view two or three times a week a year as a big have a pay-per-view kind of party to watch a big wrestlemania style pay-per-view um and then watched a little bit of it in college because my roommate was, was one of those friends that I, that was really into it. But since college, I haven't watched hardly any, if any, but I would say, and to, to answer the question, I would say if that shift has happened, it's more because the industry as it, as, as a whole has become more accepted as a, um, uh, a sport slash performance. Um, and with that, some kind of more light in the locker room kind of idea of like how they do things with the internet and stuff has kind of come to light. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Right. Because th- in terms of the, the, how they present they present as it's as real as it was to like for in the moment in the in sure the, during during the during the performance they it's it's real it's all it's all real they they they're they're acting they're i mentioned kfab you know like even when that wrestlers on the street signing autographs if that wrestler is a heel if they're the bad guy in the storylines right now they might be knocked like they're in their KFAB, is that their guy is a complete dick to anybody and everybody, and somebody comes up and asks them for an autograph. KFAB would dictate that that guy smacks that, that stuff out of that kid's hand or steals it.
0: I just saw a thing, right? That That's was a KFAB. F- female <laughs> <Right>? wrestler who <coughs> it was like body cam footage or something. A female wrestler had gotten pulled over by a cop in the States, and I'm sure she's like actually the sweetest most genuine woman you know whatever um yeah, but she was like a like really nasty like borderline like was doing everything that she could to be nasty and still in character to this cop without actually landing herself in cuffs yeah right like if she like, knows that there's really... a
1: potential that this is going to hit the internet then oh yeah yeah she's she's going to K-Fab the hell out
0: of it. Yeah, geez, that's a, that's a whole thing. Anyways, so Monday Night Raw, which, I, I don't know, what is it? Is that like Hockey Night in Canada? Like, that's a big um, wrestling thing is Monday Night Raw? So, yeah, that would be one of the arms
1: of the WWE. Okay. So, like, there's, there's Raw and there's SmackDown and then there's another one. And those are just different Different shows under the umbrella of WWE, so it's more like. <clears throat> sorry, my throat's getting. <clears> throat> um, anyway,
0: um, jeez, man,
1: yeah, I need a drink. Yeah,
0: you gotta stop smoking.
1: <clears throat> it's more like um, the NHL or any other professional sports league. Or you've got like a Western division and an Eastern division, or a cent, and even a Central division in some cases.
0: Right. Okay. Which is something I also so, don't really know anything about. But
1: yeah, kind of groups of wrestlers are on Raw, and another group of wrestlers are on SmackDown, and then every once in a while, kind of the two teams collide, or people kind of jump, get traded, or jump ship to the other one, or they're like. They're like competing teams almost. Like they, they compete amongst themselves within the the, the two groups. But right. They, the two groups the two groups as a whole also compete against each other sometimes.
0: Okay. So Monday Night Raw is moving. Monday Night Raw is no longer going to be on broadcast network. Monday Night Raw is moving to Netflix. In a and they're going to be on Netflix for for ten years, starting next year. Right, so there's a year out if you're currently watching Monday Night Raw, wherever you're watching Monday Night Raw. Calm down. Uh, it's going to be moving January of 2025 for a ten year deal at a price tag of five hundred million dollars per year. Like this is paid
1: f- to Netflix.
0: No paid, paid to no, paid to WWE. Netflix is paying that to WWE. Right. Okay. This is a five billion dollar deal. Right. That's big money. That's big money. Now you may be asking, well, so what? Who cares? Why do I care? And maybe you don't, because maybe you're not into wrestling. And I don't care from a content consumption standpoint because I myself am not into wrestling. So it doesn't affect me in that sense. But what makes this really interesting is this is the next big catapult launch, the next big assault in the streaming wars. Because up until this point, listen, there's been a couple of attempts to do some live events on different streaming services. There's been a couple of streaming services that have brought some sporting things over and, you know, maybe, oh, you can go watch the whatever football game it is is only going to stream live on, you know, Paramount or whatever it is. Right. But this is a big deal because we've talked about several times that Streaming services are only making money when new people sign up, right? Right. The reason why Netflix would produce a movie or produce a TV show is not to keep their current subscribers happy. It's to bring in new subscribers. That's where the money comes from. And that's why shows that are doing very well, that everybody likes, get canceled after the second season on Netflix because... Well, they're just not bringing in bringing in anyone new. Anyone this show is going to bring in, it already has. So we're gonna scrap this and we're gonna start something different. <coughs> um, and we've talked about how like likely that seems at times, right? Like, it's how likely is it that something that Netflix creates? is going to be enough for you to want to sign up for Netflix. And, you know, and if you do sign up for it, you're like, oh, I got to see this movie. Okay, so you're going to pay your $15 in, in February to see this new movie, but you're not going to turn on the reoccurring billing because you, do, like, you know, you just want to watch that movie. And then you go back to not being interested in Netflix. Now, Disney has had a little bit more luck with this simply because Disney's been able to say, look, we got Marvel and we got Star Wars. And we're gonna be dropping Marvel and Star Wars shows. And if you wanna see them, you get to sign up for Disney Plus. So that's that's been something that's worked out relatively well for them. But with everyone else, it's like, you know, I know people, even something big, even something big like Game of Thrones. People signed up for HBO, binged Game of Thrones and then canceled their membership. Signed up for Amazon to watch Rings of Power. Watched Rings of Power, canceled their membership. Now, what happens when Netflix becomes the only place that you can watch Monday Night Raw for 10 years? Because I'm telling you right now, there are a lot of people, a lot of people, who care about Monday Night Raw that are not currently signed up for Netflix. This is a major uh, thing because it's not just a bunch of people who are going to sign up for Netflix. It is a bunch of people who are going to sign up for Netflix and stick around for 10 years. It's bigger than that. This is... So,
1: sports and streaming have never really connected yet there are you can get subscriptions to the nhl so you can watch all the nhl games on your computer and you can if you got it set up so you can watch tv uh, computer stuff on your tv you can watch any nhl game on your tv if you're subscribed to that but it's not really a streaming service it's a subscription-based model closer to what you get with cable <clears throat> i would say so this is huge because now you've got a sports franchise the wwe has one of their products on a streaming service which will have weekly content every week you're going to get a new new episode of raw for
0: Ooh. the next 10 Ooh. years for the
1: next 10 years <clears throat> In this article, it says that NBC got just recently renewed renewed or made a deal with WWE for SmackDown for only five years Yeah, at half the price.
0: Yeah. Uh, and where do and you, then I'm just where kind of th- once browsing that this. Deal <clears> throat> 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 Smack- once that deal ends, who do you think is going to put in a bid for SmackDown?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Especially if it does well. Because yeah. this can do like SmackDown does
1: pay-per-views. How do you do pay-per-view on a streaming service? My guess is that Netflix is going to add a a uh,
0: a WWE a, um, tier.
1: A, no, like a one-time. Hey, you want to watch this one? It's kind of, this one episode. You got to sure. pay a little bit extra, right? Turn sure. Add a. Uh, I just said the word. <laughs> a um pay-per-view a pay-per-view add pay-per-view events to their streaming service yeah pay per viewing right pay for each viewing you want yeah um and and on on top of that okay do you know who owns the wwe now
0: uh it's not me ufc just recently bought wwe right isn't uh didn't i hear a thing isn't Dwayne Johnson now on like the commit the board or something like I don't know a- but Dana White's the president of <laughs> UFC <laughs> right, okay. which
1: now owns WG so not only that now now you have the potential for UFC to have streaming somewhere if this works if this relationship works well you could get UFC in there you have the and and in terms of like business Netflix has paid a pretty penny for getting this on their streaming service. Sure. It's going to pay but off. WWE. And I, I just Googled these numbers as a net worth, just WWE. So this is SmackDown two. So we've only got half of the product here. Actually, I think it's a third of the product because I'm pretty sure there's a third camp. Anyway, as a net worth of WWE, everything is 8, 83 billion dollar industry yeah right so this is a huge a lot of people watch wrestling right it's not small right and it's now owned by ufc ufc and wd WD have a combined net worth of 21.4 billion dollars
0: that's a big uh that's a big business right
1: so Netflix isn't messing around. They've seen an opportunity and they are striking before the iron's hot. Here, I think. Oh yeah, like yeah. This, is, this is this massive. is Netflix doing what Netflix has always done well, and it's seeing the potential of what they have and and jumping on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, like I said, I this is I'm I'm not I'm not excited. <laughs> right? Like I, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um. But I recognize, I recognize a monstrous move when I see one and this is a monstrous move. Yeah. This is a, this, this is, is Netflix so looking at every other streaming service out there and saying what? <laughs> we,
1: yeah. And it, it has like, I like it's got the, like being under the UFC banner and the, the, there are other branches of WWE in itself too. There's lots of potential if this goes well for that relationship to just explode in the next five to eight years.
0: Yeah. And I think <laughs> it will.
1: And, and you know what? If it does well, you know what Netflix is going to be doing next? Hello, NHL. How you doing? You want a partner? Hi, MLB.
0: How are you doing? Well, I, don't, you want I don't think they'll get a chance because I think now like everyone else is gonna go, okay shit, what uh what do we get? What do we Somebody what can else will jump on it first. Oh, I think I think they have to. I think I, <laughs> you know, I think at this point you'd be stupid not to to try to also cement yourself in that, you know, because everyone else is gonna look at this. Everyone else is doing the same math that you and yeah, I are doing right yeah. now.
1: Except they probably actually crunching the actual numbers. <laughs> if, they're, yes. if they're, if you're sitting at paramount plus and you're going, Oh crap, these numbers are ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh shit. Why didn't we, yeah. Why didn't we think of that? So no, this is, this is a major, 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 major deal. Um, yeah. It's uh it's huge. It, it's it's huge. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, I haven't watched
1: it's, wrestling in years. And I like I'm not super excited about wrestling being on Netflix. But you know what? I might actually watch a wrestling thing if I'm like surfing through Netflix. I'm like ah, I don't know what to watch. Eh,
0: WWE. Whatever. WWE. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's massive. 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 All right. Yeah. Moving on. Fantastic Four. Now this is something that we've talked about a lot. And I don't know, I don't really know why, like, the Fantastic Four, yeah, it's Marvel's first family, right? You can go back to the comics, Fantastic Four has been around for a coon's age. But if you look at Fantastic Four comic sales throughout history, and you look at the number of times Fantastic Four has been canceled, and... It's never, yeah, it's
1: never the top-selling comic. F-
0: the fan community doesn't not, really not care years. about Fantastic Four. And so it's 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 odd to me that you couple that with the fact that we've had three bad Fantastic Four movies, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that the fan community now is just, Chomping at the bit to find out who's cast is Fantastic Four. What are the plot details? When is this thing coming? Come on, Fantastic Four! Fantastic Four. I and it's like, you know what? what In the hell is going on? I think I could elaborate on that because I I'm feeling it. Like
1: I'm chomping at the bit, and I think I know. Like Fantastic Four is not my comic of choice, right? I do love the characters, and I do think they're that they are awesome and have interesting stories to be told. But I think it, it is the fact that we've had three bad movies completely mishandled. That The franchise, well, I mean, technically four bad mishandled movies. One never even saw the light of day, but was completely finished filming. Did you know that?
0: I did know that. Yep.
1: Yeah. Just to keep the license, they like filmed an entire film did everything but the editing stage of the film and then wrote it off. As yeah. Not got a happening. tax write off and then yeah, kept just so the they license. could keep, just so they could keep the license. Oh fox, You are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's that does kind of desire to see, even though it's not the favorite, they are still a beloved superhero team actually done right there's that there's kind of a hope that it's going to done right even though marvel's not done a lot right recently <laughs> you know what i mean there's yeah, there's um
0: it seems like a fool's hope but
1: it, oh, uh, i would say there's a bit of a fool's hope in there but it, there's still like that hope and desire to see fantastic four done right because if it's done right it could be a lot of fun it could be a great film um and it's like there's some some fun differences from the fantastic four from like what we've seen already.
0: Have you seen, uh, have you seen the newest Deadpool set photos?
1: Uh, I I mean, I've seen a bot lot. I don't know how much is real anymore. What are you, what are you referring to?
0: The set photos of Michael (laughs) checklist who played Ben Grimm in the two thousands.
1: Yeah. I seen that. Yeah. He's like half in a rubber suit, half
0: in green. Like mocap type stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. I don't know if it's real, but if it is real, it's just like another, like, what is this movie? (laughs) Like, uh, it's just nuts. Um, Apparently we're getting a casting announcement any day now. Now, the article that that I sent you is a little bit stupid because it says, you know, Fantastic Four cast rumored to be locked in. Well, we've talked about th- these characters have been cast months ago, months and months and months and months and months, and months ago. Um, it, maybe not all contracts are signed. Maybe not everything's totally figured out entirely. But these roles have been cast. Right. Like. If you think that the reason why we haven't gotten a casting announcement yet is because Marvel's trying to figure out who's going to play who, you're crazy, right? These are decisions that have been made forever ago. But apparently, as rumor has it, we're going to be getting that announcement any day now. Now, the one casting that we do know seemingly for sure is who's playing Mr. Fantastic, right? Like, there's been lots of rumors. There's been lots of rumors. For the longest time, everyone was like, John Krasinski, John Krasinski. And then Kevin Feige (laughs) was like, okay, I'll give you John Krasinski in Multiverse of Madness because this is a one-off and it doesn't really mean anything and you're all asking for it and I'm a a nice guy. And so we got John Krasinski in that. Then we heard Adam Driver, which seemed like a very interesting choice not the type of choice that i would have immediately thought of for mr fantastic but felt out of left field but felt okay yeah that might work felt okay because it was you know then pedro pascal came up as a name yeah and we're like ooh, that's weird like i wasn't less fitty to me but yeah. yeah it seemed kind of like i you know I don't know I mean incredible actor yeah incredible <laughs> actor, and so there's that, but I don't it's weird. it's just not what I picture, but maybe that's what we need maybe that you know here is where things get real interesting, right because that's been the most recent rumor that's been the thing saying it's leaked, it's official, it's happening, it's Pedro Pascal well, recently. Because of actor strikes and delays in Hollywood and and all of this stuff, the production date for Fantastic Four moved, right? It got bumped. Yep. And it got bumped to a date that would rule out Pedro Pascal as being Mr. Fantastic because Pedro Pascal was uh, attached to a film called Weapons, Right? This movie called Weapons is going to come out. That's the film Pedro Pascal's going to do. And so clearly he's not. Like, he can't. You know, he, he just can't be. He can't be Mr. Fantastic because scheduling issues. And then, like, the next day, due to quote unquote scheduling issues, Pedro Pascal drops out of the movie Weapons. He's no longer going to be in that movie. So. I mean, you don't have to say, okay, that's official, that's that's Pedro Pascal's, but it seems pretty official. Yeah. You know? What do you mean could be? Why -hmm. else would he drop out? I don't know. Maybe he's got something else going on. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it seems official anyways it sounds like the fantastic forecasting is coming any day now if it's not Nicolas cage as johnny storm i i will be very disappointed i think that that's you know that's a golden casting to me Yeah,
1: i don't know about it but we'll see i'm not writing him off but just doesn't fit as well as others could in my mind
0: you're not going to comment on the Nicolas cage thing Nicolas Cage being... Johnny Storm. Johnny
1: Storm. <laughs> I, I completely skipped... I, I missed you saying that. Oh, wow. Yeah. You said that?
0: Yeah, I did. That, that would was a be, horrible idea. That'd be great. <laughs> no, it'd be bad. It'd be uh, bad. John, uh, Nicolas Cage as Sue Storm. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. Moving on to our final topic. Now, we have gone into maybe you and i never have i know that i've explained it all to pete on the podcast before the the deal the inner workings of the deal between sony and marvel when it comes to spider-man do we have we covered that on this show i think we have if we haven't i'm familiar ish yeah basically marvel and sony two different companies sony owns spider-man right the, the the film rights to Spider Man, oh, yeah, film rights, yeah. and and the Spider Man Rogues Gallery, um, which is a, there's, substantial. <laughs> there's a de- yep, there's a deal in place where Sony, although they still own Spider Man, the character is on loan, so to speak, to the MCU. The MCU is allowed to use Spider Man in film. So basically, the Spider Man movies come out. Marvel produces them, Sony distributes them, everyone gets a little richer, everyone's a little happier, right? And it's just kind of is what it is. And for the most part, that relationship has worked out pretty well. Now, there was a little bit of a a couple years ago when that deal ended, and there was outcry in the streets, like fans were upset, ended after Spider-Man 2, like before Spider-Man spider-man no way home was a thing um and there was upset there was outcry there was you know what tom holland got on the phone with with bob Iger and said hey please please don't let this fall apart (laughs) please don't send me home (laughs) i want to stay in the mcu please um and they were able to work out a deal and and obviously, as a result of that, we got Spider-Man: No Way Home. Now, Spider-Man: No Way Home, as we've said several times, seemingly sets up pretty nicely a Spider-Man Four, an all-new Spider-Man, a Spider-Man who's no longer Iron Man Junior, a Spider-Man who is building his own suit and relying on himself, and nobody knows who he is, and he it feels like feels like Spider-Man. Right, and, and which led a lot of people to go, "Oh, the Homecoming trilogy was actually a three movie origin story for Spider Man," and, and and in a lot of ways that's true. And we've heard whisperings, we've heard talking about the plans to do a Spider Man four in the MCU. Sure, why not? Why wouldn't you? Spider Man No Way Home came very close to making two billion dollars. Yeah. So you make this another is a partnership one. that's making money. <laughs> it's a partnership that's making money, so you keep going. Now, there seems to be a little bit of a debacle between Marvel and Sony right now. It's been reported that Kevin Feige and Tom Holland would like to do a much more grounded Spider-Man 4. Kind of really just diving into what was set up at the end of No Way Home, right? That you have this broke ass, working at the Bugle, although in this universe, the Bugle is like an online podcast media, so I don't know yeah. how that would work. Yeah,
1: but more, um, more of a street-level Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The, the Spider-Man that he, he would traditionally start out as.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and, and that's what they kind of want to do, whereas Sony wants to bring back Maguire and Garfield for another crossover film. And I I see merit to both. I know which one I'd prefer, but I see merit to both. I understand why someone would want both of those things. Personally, I'm siding with Kevin Feige and Tom Holland. I want a grounded Spider-Man, right? I want to see where this goes, right? I want to see, and I was listening to someone talking it online, and they hit the nail on the head. I want to see a Spider-Man. I want to see a Peter Parker who is able to, you know, maybe now he's off in college, and he's working alongside the likes of a Dr. Connors, and He's now equipped with the knowledge that, hey, one of the spider man from another universe also worked with a Dr. Connors, and I know how that turned out, so I need to be extra careful. It, do you know what I mean? Like, he's got this sort of, like, mm. he's got this he's advanced met a, he's knowledge. Met some
1: of his rogues gallery without ever
0: having to actually fight and defeat them yeah. individually. Yeah, and so it's... It, there's an interesting dynamic there, um, but I can also see. I can also see the other side of this, right? I can see the other side of this where Sony, Sony's not crazy, right? Sony goes, okay, you make a you make a Spider-Man four, and it's a grounded Tom Holland's, you know, whatever amazing film, and you make hundreds of millions of dollars. You're going to make us hundreds of millions of dollars with that movie. $800 million. Well, we put McGuire and Garfield in the trailer. We got a $1.5 billion movie overnight. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And so I I get it. I get both sides of it. I do. Um, I love, like I've said many times, Andrew Garfield is my, even though those movies aren't the best, I like his performance the best. Um, And I want to see more of him now. Right? I want to see I want to see the the Spider-Man that that <clears throat> stopped pulling his punches. I want to see the Spider-Man that's grieving the loss of the love of his life. I want to see because there's so much there. There's so much that you could do. Um yeah. and so that would be that would be really interesting to me. Um but I don't know. I don't know which way they'll go. Um I hope that one side just concedes and that this doesn't Explode and turn into a that's it, we're calling the deal off again type of thing. Um, I don't even know the legalities around that. I don't know if they can. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I do want more Andrew Garfield. In A Perfect World, I would get an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. Um, but that will never, ever happen. That will never happen. Everyone's Everyone's going, well, no, you can, you, you know, why not let Marvel do Tom Holland, Spider Man the way that they want to do it? And yeah. then you bring in Andrew Sony well, separately, does Andrew Garfield, and they connect it to the Venom first and they do whatever. And you know why that's not going to happen? Because Marvel w- would never allow that. Marvel is not going to put in the time, energy, effort. Because here's the thing Sony needs Marvel, Sony needs the MCU.
1: Yeah. Well Sony would have lost their uh, they probably would have kept making. They would Spider have kept. Man it. They films. could have kept. Yeah. But, but, but like, make
0: no mistake, the MCU does not need Spider-Man. Kevin Feige's no. not worried about losing Spider-Man.
1: Not when Spider-Man's the only thing he doesn't have. Yeah. He doesn't need that. <laughs> he's right? got he's got everything else in Marvel to make to write Marvel storylines. And even though Spider-Man's a big player in Marvel comics. Yeah. Yeah. You could do but everything without Spider-Man. Kevin Feige <laughs>
0: is not going to put the time, energy, and money into creating Spider-Man movies if there's another live-action Spider-Man franchise going and competing with it. Yeah. He's not great. Marvel would never allow that, ever. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, the, Carl. What are your thoughts? If we get a Spider-Man 4, what do you want it to look like? Who's, I'm who's with side you. are you on? I, like,
1: if Marvel's making it and we're using... Uh, Tom Holland Spider Man, I'm I'm for street level, right? We've we've like from day one he's been jet setting and galaxy trotting,
0: which has been fun.
1: Even like even in his own films, right? Like is even in his own films he's been. I mean, I guess. No, even in the first one, he went to Washington. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he's been all over. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him deal with a a um not necess- a, a smaller threat, not, which doesn't mean it's less dangerous or less of a a deal that needs to be done.
0: Have him bump into handle. Kingpin. <laughs> yeah,
1: Kingpin. Right.
0: Bring Matt Murdoch back in because Matt Murdoch made an appearance in no way home. Right. I mean, they're both street level
1: coming story.
0: Yeah. They're both street level guys bumming around Queens, bumming around hell's kitchen.
1: Yeah. But whatever it is like, yeah. Seeing him actually kind of in a position where he needs to protect and save just a portion of New York. Yeah. Not even the whole city. Right. Um, that, I think that'd be cool. And yeah, you're I, right. I think like as much as <laughs> like Sony's really diving into this spider verse stuff with their Madam web and the, um, the animated Spider-Man right? and let that, like if they get their way, they're obviously want Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back. And they totally just kind of slam all those projects together to create some spider verse film and as cool as that would be i mean we've already got a whole bunch of that well i don't give me something a little fresher <laughs> right
0: yeah don't, i think we're all multiverse um, out yeah at this point you
1: keep you keep going back to the same watering hole i'm i want some something new i've had enough yeah. mexican i want some italian <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> right? Why you like, got
0: to bring ethnicity into this, man?
1: <laughs> I, it just, it's just, it's not about ethnicity. It's about...
0: Can- cancel culture. This is the world <laughs> we're living in. It's not about... The, that
1: comment's not a... Shut up. I don't have to explain myself to you. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: uh, like yeah, face, no, so... <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, like I said, as much as, as much as I'm always down to see more... Uh, More Andrew Garfield and more Toby Maguire. I, I, you know, I'm also okay with just having a grounded story for once. You know, just just a kid Spider-Man that has to fight a guy that's bigger than he is and has to use his powers and his skill level versus get creative dark tech in order to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well that's the news. That's it, that's all. That's all we got. That's all I got for you. Is that not is, is that not enough? Are you not entertained? A little bit. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all listed below. We have a Patreon page where you too can help us buy a submersible yacht. And yes, the yacht, sail that's the, the dreams. That's yeah. That's what we're yeah, working towards. That's our big hairy
1: audacious dream.
0: <laughs> Harry? Why is it Harry? Why did you have it's to a, bring Harry into this?
1: It's a saying that some corporate. I don't dude, think I, it is. I it is. Don't
0: big Harry. Google it. 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 No, Google big Harry audacious. Not I'm not googling big Harry anything. <laughs> I'm
1: not. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Trust me. It's a thing.
0: Uh... No, no, and we have merch.
1: Yeah, if you have an idea for merch, send us a message, and maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. If you're a Patreon person, we'll listen to you more.
0: Should make a. Uh, should uh, make a help the movie men buy a, a yacht shirt or something. Yes, this <laughs> this, this this shirt. The shirt gets the movie men one step closer to their yacht. I have a picture of that super villain yacht. <laughs>